This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Welcome to Drag Her, the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race podcast in the whole internet. Fuck what you heard, because this is the only podcast where you can hear a queer person talk about a drag queen. I'm Mono Agapian, and I'm joined by the lovely, amazing comedian, uh, diva, actress, voiceover artist, the one and only, my Judy, my gal, my girl, Oscar Montoya. Hi, I'm back. Back, 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 back again. And she brought the back rolls. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to pull. <laughs> She's trying to pull the patch. <laughs> I can't be bothered. I don't I don't entertain. I don't entertain stunts, tomfoolery, <laughs> foolishness and drama. Oscar, hi. Hi. What's up, you angel? How you doing? Well, you know, I'm good. I'm good. Ready to talk some uh Vegas Ve- I, what's the name of the damn show? Vegas Review? <laughs> yes. RuPaul's Drag Race, Vegas Review. We are talking about each and every episode here on the podcast. And let me tell you, it might have been a mistake. Uh- <laughs> so it's it's on VH1, right? Obviously. It's on VH1. Why mm-hmm. is it not on World of Wonder is my Oh question. my God. Like I what, don't Like know. what's going on there? The wizardry and legal uh, obstacle courses that... The world of wonder shows must be jumping through between different production companies and networks. Seems like a nightmare. It's certainly a nightmare for us, the viewers, because Uh we don't know where to watch your damn shows. Seriously. It's just like, also like, to me, the drag race world is very much like, you either have a VH1 account or you have a world of wonder account. Yes. You can't yes. have both. It's like you can't be into Star Wars and Star Trek. You got to pick a side, right? They've made it really hard. They made it really hard. Why can't we have it all in one place? I don't know. I'm mad. Like, I'm mad. I, you, you got me mad. I'm you, heated. Because if you stay mad, you ain't have to get mad. Mm-hmm. And, I think, and I've been mad. <laughs> I think you should be mad. It's very confusing. It's very weird that you have international drag races on World of Wonder. Right. But... Not the old ones. It feels like there should at least be like one or two I old mean, seasons some, on there. Some. Ugh. Why are we paying, y'all? It just feels so weird. You know what? Ugh. My name is Oscar Montoya, and I got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't smell. You don't taste that. 
You don't taste that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, VH1 and World of Wonder, I'm sorry. I don't want to be rude and say you have Dookie in your mouth. It's okay. And, I'll say it. You got yeah. Dookie in your damn mouth. You got Dookie in your damn mouth. You need to brush your teeth. I've had it. No, I've had mm-hmm. it. I mean, that's that's pretty annoying. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. Uh, in other gay news, um, our... Commander in chief is uh, hanging out with Miss Coventina. What do we think? Oh yes, yes. They it was uh, it was very much a George W. Bush and Ellen DeGeneres hangout session that they had. Right. That. Oh my God. It's like I don't know her. I don't know Corona. <laughs> I don't know Miss Rona. Meanwhile, they're all making out. They're friends. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I don't have. I mean, I have too much to say on it, so I have nothing to say about it. <laughs> I yes, uh, it, it's exactly. Un- we are living in unprecedented times. It's we are just living- so weird, isn't it? Like, yeah, twenty twenty is just a series of curveballs. It is, yeah. ri- like expect the unexpected this year. We're almost, <laughs> we're almost done with the year. Expect the unexpectable. Sti- right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and still, this year keeps surprising the shit out of me. Like, I, I know what I is know. what is December thirty first going to look like. I don't know. I think it's I. I have a knot in my stomach, like constantly. This whole just because mm-hmm. I'm I'm so confused. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, we're living in a cartoon fairy tale world where like the king who denied us everything now <laughs> gets all the resources. It is some Ugh. goofy Game of Thrones nonsense we're living in. I mean, truly, it has been such an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Just this week. I mean, this whole year, yes, but like this, it's been concentrated this week. I have never experienced such a high in my life after receiving the news that Trump had COVID. I was like, that was a big high. 12, bitch. I was happy. (laughs) Ooh, I was singing and dancing. And then when he was like (laughs) cheating, oh, well, but what did I expect? You know what? Egg on my face for expecting. I know. Anything like he really just like used the resources he condemned. Yes. To make him so, ooh. And then I plummeted down. I was like, oh, shit. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was it was a real high and a low for me. It was, mm-hmm. I was feeling on cloud 18, as you said. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. I was, ba- I felt like I was in a K-hole on meth, crack, and pills. I was, <laughs> I was shitting rainbows, but, um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's back to Earth. Uh, well, I'm glad our queer community will stand strong and vote this yes, fall. Please. That's all. You, I already, I turned my ballot in yesterday. Can you believe her? Yes! I'm proud of you, bitch. Thank you. Um, well, we're ready to move on. Who gives a shit? Let's talk about this stupidity. <laughs> the world's uh, on fire. Let's, let, let's just get on with it. Let's talk about a fake drag housewife TV show, huh? <laughs> This show is weird, Mono. It's so weird. Well, yeah, tell me, what's your overall opinion on- This show on is fucking weird. This weird, this w- <laughs> show's contribution to drag. What? Mm-hmm. What is your thoughts? Well, I heard about the show. You talked about the show and I was like, what? This is a show. This feels so mm-hmm. weird. This feels like a special to me. Mm-hmm. And then right. they're really trying to make it like legit, like a housewife sort of franchise. They got six girls from All Stars. Mm-hmm. Granted, all of them incredible. Like that's it's a good. Ca- I'll tell you this: it's a good cast. Yes. These six queens really have something to say, and all play a very specific and important role. I don't think any of the six is sort of like a weak link, mm-hmm. as you know was discussed in the last episode. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I think they all are. 
have something very important and they fill a very specific level of drag that I like. Yeah. However, this sort of like, can we say, put upon drama that happens in this show is so like, yeah, yeah this is... This is very much Real Housewives. This is very mm-hmm. Selling Sunset. This is like... My God. Over-manufactured reality TV. This could have been on E, honestly. Truly. I mean, the, the TLC, maybe. Ooh! Ooh! That is the fucking read. That is... that is that, Ooh, That's such a... I felt that, bitch. That's such I a read. That. It's a novel, bitch. Wow. That is too much. Listen, you though. Delegated to the Learning Channel? Ooh! <laughs> Ouch. Where you can learn how to how to go to four weddings and hate them all. Listen, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's crazy. There is so much drama. And I mean, this so episode. So much. It's and it's so fake. much. And this episode drama. opens with footage from the last three weeks. They like, yeah. you, you, you saw it all. So back to back. I saw it all in one sitting. And you know what? I didn't have to. No. Because they tell you, you every damn thing in the first five minutes of the show. They rehash the footage in Whoa. every episode of what happened in the past episodes. I mean, if I need to see another clip of RuPaul saying, you know, your pussy's on fire, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. If I have to I'm hear done. again about how, oh, Vanjie's having a hard time dating. And that is like, <laughs> that is like the sinking Titanic on this series. Like it is treated with the gravity. It's a reference you use that Vanjie uses quite often. Oh yeah, Vanjie loves saying she does uh, say love some the Titanic. Titanic reference. She said it like seven times already. She loves a romantic novel uh, or <laughs> a, a, a romantic <laughs> film. That's bitch, and Titanic was not a novel. It happened in real life, bitch. <laughs> you so stupid. I have a visual <laughs> novel here. <laughs> she got Page the illustrated one. book, huh? Oh my god, that's Kathy Bates getting on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> So dumb. Oh, look, and it's Billy Zane looking evil as hell. Oh my god, and and but but kind of fine. Ooh, kind of bitch. Ooh, with the guy liner, he's got that natural guy liner. Oh, he does. You're right. He has like thick eyelashes. Ooh, um, Ooh. guy liner. I'm on he's board. got I'm that board. evil dick. I'm ready for mm-hmm. that evil, mm-hmm. haunted, that insidious dick, corrupted, indicious. Okay, I have to go home. <laughs> so. Asia left the slumber party. Oh boy. In her Christmas uh, onesie. Uh-huh. That was so dramatic. So wild. Like it was, but honestly, it was real. It felt real. It did. It felt no, like a real moment. Real. That yeah. was real. And that's what I couldn't tell if she's mad at the actual conversation or she's mad at the show. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I think she's like. Well, I mean, Asia in particular is really going through it. Mm-hmm. Like she is struggling. She is struggling so much, and like I have to admit, I also am. A, I'm agreeing with the girls when I, it, to me it <laughs> seems like this is a lot of drama for mm-hmm. uh, a rogue conversation. But what's annoying at the same in the same token is that they say they're they're sort of self self aware with the constructed <laughs> drama that's happening because they're like this is high school, this is too, and yet they per- perpetuate. Yes. All yes. of that nonsense. Yes. I, they do perpetuate Which the nonsense. Which is hysterical to me. It's really funny that they're like, I can't believe, like, I can't believe there's so much drama. Let's sit in a room for two hours and talk about talk it. Talk shit. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's But yeah, wild. Poor, poor Asia is going through it. The other thing that I'm realizing is watching the queens not in a competition format 
is very interesting to me because it recontextualizes a lot of these queens Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, Asia. I didn't know that Asia was such a perfectionist and sort of like a little bossy Betty. Like, I had no... She's a bossy Betty. I had no idea. And like, yes, I understand where that's coming from. Uh Uh-huh. Because she is like, she does come from like like the pageant world. uh, you know what I mean? So she's uh-huh. constantly look, seeking that perfection. Uh-huh. But I was a little disappointed with how she was so unwilling to just like have fun and be silly. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you're right. We see her in the competition and we're like, wow, she's focused. She wants this. And now maybe in this show, we're like, oh, I see. This is kind of just like how you live, which yes. it's not wrong. It's just intense. 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 And I would even say like in the, on Drag Race, she seemed like, she had much more of a carefree attitude. Yes. Like, weirdly enough, there's bigger stakes, to, to me, it seems, on the Vegas residency than on RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, because now this is work. I mean, that is yeah. real. There, yeah. There's a small cast. As we know, you know, there were, there were new people coming in the cast either way. Because there was going to be a little bit of a shuffling cast, I think, no matter what, to yeah. this show. I don't know exactly how that works, but, like, we know for a fact there were other people there including India Farah, um, mm-hmm. thank God. And- uh, <laughs> <laughs> The queen we all need. I mean, like, oh, who is India Farah in this show? Never mind, never mind. <laughs> if India, if India's not here, I'm not interested. <laughs> okay, Laganja. Uh, if it's not India, <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> oh my God, Las Vegas is kind of like your vagina. <laughs> God damn it. I went to Las Vegas where they film RuPaul's <laughs> Vegas Review. <laughs> and it was kind of dry. Kind of like your vagina. Oh my God. And then the fucking lady sewing, <laughs> crocheting, who's also scandalized. Oh okay, so I do agree. So now we're at the part of the show where it's four hours before the show's going to start. Asia's there and she is like a thief in the night. She's there to like clear her station. Yeah. It is wild. I. Yes, Asia feels would bad. Would you that- have done that? Would I have done that? Um, because here's the thing: I see a lot of you. I, I see a lot of you in Asia. I know. Like you give me a lot of Asia vibes. I know. But the it, good parts of Asia. I'm always ripping off my slumber party ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean honestly, I get that, and I I literally said to myself, I was like, I'm kind of Asia y. I could see me getting in that headspace, which honestly makes me want to like reevaluate myself. Uh, but I could <laughs> see me getting in that headspace where you where I just shut down. Mm. I could see that of like shut down, don't I can't even talk to you to y'all. But this reminds me that you can't do that. You I yeah. don't want to I don't want to do that. Because mm-hmm. you you're this is you're doing a show together, even to do even to get on stage and look at each other and pretend like you're having fun on stage to me is way more torture than just having the tough talk. And, right. You know? Yeah. There is some validity to the idea that they keep force-feeding into our heads, our brains, our mouths, our ears and eyes, okay. that idea of show family. Okay, right? poet They talk laureate. about show family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Call me my Angelou. <laughs> um, but the idea of show family, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And there's some truth to that. However... They're not handling it either. Like, they're not mm-hmm. handling it in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't no. think anyone is handling this correctly. No, this show will not exist if someone handles it well. 
You're right. You're right. It will not exist. They need Derek to go in there and be like, Derek. Oh my God, motherfucking Make Derek this Barry. weird. Make this crazy. And I, I don't you think know, they said any. I don't think. I think Derek Barry was like, y'all want. I'll make this weird. I'll do it. <laughs> and then does it. <laughs> and the producers, even the producers, are like, okay, Derek, you need to tone it down. And Derek's like, no, no, I got, I, no. I got this. You want weird? I'll make, I'll make it weird. I'll I'll make hold it on, weird. hold on. Stand by, stand by. <laughs> stand by. And another thing. <laughs> Derek is so, oh my God. She's oh very, and Lord. another thing, where you're oh like, oh Lord. no, we we haven't even reached that part of the debate. Seriously, yeah, we'll get to that, we'll get to that. Asia feels punched in the stomach, she feels exhausted, she feels like she's in a desert by herself, and she is, because she she's is. where she is geographically, and he, <laughs> Asia is leaving like she broke up with them. That just yeah. really blew me away. Now to Naomi, me so, yeah, talk I to know. Me. To me, it felt so weird for her to move downstairs. Like, did she talk to anyone about going down there? I mean, we find out later, spoiler alert, that it's like some sort of violation. Yeah. Um, but it's like the dankest. I mean, it was so sad. It was like there was no light at all. It was some corner. Holy shit. Curtained off area. It, it was made so UCB's sad. green room Ooh. look gorgeous. <laughs> it made the UCB green room the Taj motherfucking Mahal. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was just like a curtain. It was sad. It was it sad. Was, it was so sad. It was sad. And they were like, you can't be here. Um, <laughs> you're not allowed here. Just so sad. So Naomi's like, hey, do you feel like you've, she, you know, I, I love the way Naomi handles herself. We talk about this a lot on this Oh, pod. I'm a huge Naomi. I've been a Naomi fan since All-Stars. Oh, since season eight. Yes. But All-Stars 3 was Oh, four, I should say, not three. All Stars four was uh-huh. the moment that I truly that I was like, okay, Naomi, I think is like one of the my top three favorite queens of all time. Yeah, she's amazing. She's incredible. She, for someone that's like very young and uh-huh. sort of an asshole, <laughs> she's like amazing. <laughs> she really She's a great she, asshole. Yeah, she's a great she's a perfect asshole. She's just like truly real business, and I am here for it. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. just really real about the business. I uh, I love it. And she asked very directly, do you feel like you've been in a bad mood in the dressing room? You know, <laughs> opening the door. And Asia's like, I am stressed. I do eight scenes in the show and you guys only do three. Right, flex. That's a big flex. That's a big subtle flex. flex. It's a subtle flex. I suppose she's the host. I suppose. And she says that we just like communicate differently. Wait, here's a real question. Would you rather do the host part or I, mean, no. I, I already know the answer to this. Absolutely not. I yeah. would never want Asia's job. You it is it is at times a thankless job. At times. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. At right. times. You're so right. We've both hosted shows on stage and it's it's thankless. Like you make really the show is. happen. You make the show happen and then everyone else just kind of gets to show up and pop off. I mean, the best part of hosting the show that we host is mm-hmm. getting to perform for me anyway. Uh huh. So I like, have, that's, and I'm very Asia because I like hosting. You I do like, to. but you're good at it. You do it well. Thank you. Um, I I do. I enjoy it. I enjoy being able to. I don't know. Fuck around with people and kind mm-hmm. of be present and get a laugh off of what's happening in the moment. But but when it goes, but south, you like that structure. You like that discipline. You're like that's true. I think you thrive in that. You know. Wait, what's yes. your sign? Virgo. Oh, bitch. Okay. Well, there. 
Case closed. Mystery solved. Okay. Mystery Ooh. solved. You didn't. You don't have to call Mrs. What's that bitch from Murder She Wrote? What's that? Uh, I mean, what's her uh, character name? Angela Lansbury. Yeah, but what's her character name? Bitch, she's her characters are La- Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Every right. role she's ever done. That's Beauty right. and the Beast. That's Angela. Not Ms. Mrs. Potts. That's Angela Lansbury. I've never heard of Mrs. Potts. Who's that? <laughs> So um, they communicate differently. Naomi says, you're a, you're a fucking, in, their, in her confessional, she says, you're a fucking grown man. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. older. You're <laughs> older than me. Oh, my God. It's that uh, level of shade that I appreciate in Naomi. I know. I know. So and, matter of fact, just like, I'm young, you're old, you're yeah. a man. <laughs> yeah. And I how get she it. Called, how she called Nebraska <laughs> unfierce. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She's like, just because uh, you're tall does not mean you're fierce. It's but can so I just good. say the one thing that I hate about Naomi is her look in drag in Stop. the talking head. The housewife look. What in the matronly hell is that look? I don't know, but she is. She, she is, looking like Britney Spears in the Womanizer video. <laughs> like, oh my God, I think she's she been does. hanging out with Derek Barry a little too long. That's she right. Looks, that's the drag she's given me. Womanizer video. Yeah, I'm getting, she's uh, off to her job at Cutco. She's got to sell some knives to some unsuspecting uh, suburban moms. It is so ugly. I mean, it feels like it's on purpose, right? Like, it's, right? That's like, that's like the sort of middle of the road executive realness look every Fucking drag queen does executive in a ball executive actual realness. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's it. Category is no fantasy. Yeah, no drama. Reality. Executive reality. That's the word. <laughs> sobering looks on the yeah. runway. <laughs> oh my god! So she's giving us nonfiction look. Non, oh my god, yeah, non. That is so fucking real. Do, document, docu series. <laughs> uh, okay, so Cameron's now at her apartment. She's talking mm-hmm. about her boyfriend and how. I mean, this was Cameron's episode. This was Cameron's episode completely. And mm-hmm. I'm what I'm gonna say. I'll say it now. It leads us to what I would actually. I'm gonna say this is the realest scene in the series I've seen so far. Okay, like. Like, or like in terms of drama, the setup of them maybe breaking up felt real. That yes, that I, I mean, did think that Andre did not. I think that's his name. Andre is that his name? Yes, that's his name. Um, wanted to do it later, or maybe mm-hmm. didn't want to do it at all. And I did. It did come up in a way that I felt was like, oh shit, okay, it's happening now. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, they were just in such a romantic setting. They were at the top of the. <laughs> they were at the top of the Eiffel Tower in Vegas. Where you I can love see, that camera was like, "I'm gonna take you to Paris." And Andre's first, first response was, "Was Paris, Texas?" <laughs> oh no! No! Oh, no! 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 And I mean, look, it's very romantic up there. It's all sand and dust, as far as the eye can see. <laughs> uh, and okay, so then Cameron's like, "We flirted. They met at DragCon." That, okay, look, I say this with no judgment. There's something, it's basic. There's something very Mm -hmm. basic about dating someone you met at a a meet and greet. At a meet and greet? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, here's, I mean, this brings up an interesting question because 
in the I think in the last episode with Vanji, right? Looking for love. Was that uh-huh. the last episode? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm tired of that Vanji storyline because that's literally her legacy on Drag Race. It's mm-hmm. like dating dating everybody, mm-hmm. which is sad because Vanji is more than that, obviously. Obviously. Um but it brings that I I mean, it brings I don't know about you if you I mean, but you're taking you're taking fish. Uh-huh. Um it's this Coupled. idea of like who like fan versus romantic prospect. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And that blurring the line. And they talk about it in this episode, that idea of like the etiquette of dating someone who's a fan of yours before they've met you, really, you know? Right. Yeah, that's it, it's a wild thing. Like, it, would you, if you were in that position, would you be opposed to dating someone who's like, I'm a fan of you? Girl, that's been like a weird thing that I have of just like feeling so weird about dating people who seem interested in me because they've seen my shows or like know who Mm -hmm. I am. Like, Mm -hmm. first of all, I'm nobody. I'm like a freaking F level. Not even. Oh my God. Let's be real. A Y level. Oh my God. You are nothing. You are trash. I'm absolutely nothing. I'm a speckle of dust. I've met plastic bags more fascinating than you. So let's get that. So also you've met the plastic bag in American (laughs) Beauty. Yeah, yeah. So let's get it together. If you want to read, let's get it together before you want to start reading. No, you are a star, but go ahead. But, you know, I I have had people like DM me or like send me stuff on the the apps Mm -hmm. being like, I've seen you in your show. And like, that's already a red flag for me. It's because it's like... I, I I don't know. I don't want to mix that. I don't want to mix those lives together, you know? Sure. And that just feels so weird to me. Um, however, I'm thirsty as hell. Yeah. I'm like the damn desert. And, you know, I want to get down, you know? Yeah. I want to get down. So there is a... And that's not to say that a fan doesn't evolve into something more than that, obviously. Right. But there's always that weird... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's yeah. always that weird thing. They look like a cute couple, I will say. Um, they do. It is very much for me, from my perspective, as someone who is not hot. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be honest. You know, oh come I, now. I, I'm hot in a sort of like, hmm. You're gonna have to do a bit of research. <laughs> um, yes, I, I, I hear you. I always describe myself as, um, like, not sex adjacent, but like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> Stunning for unattractive. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Something. Yes. I, it's. I'm uh, sexy, going, not going. adjacent, but like in the neighboring town. Uh, that's that's where I that's where right. I reside. You know what I mean? I'm the hottest guy you might could consider maybe wanting to fuck. Right. I'm the hottest guy you refuse to make eye contact with. Yeah. When it comes to unfuckable people, I'm at the top. I am <laughs> <laughs> like they're like 100. That's where that's where I am too. Yeah, yeah, it's real. I mean, it's good to know that. Like, look, we're not we're not at fuck boy status. That's not our we're journey. Not. That's but not our the journey. The thing with Andre and Cameron to me yes. are like they're at that like so pretty. It's like fantasy world for me. Like those are the kind of yeah. And I would say like all of the queens on the show. Mm-hmm. are in that level of like, oh my gosh, you... Re- but Cameron and Andre to me are like that yeah. sort of fake couple that lives in my dreams or my totally. nightmares. And honestly, both. <laughs> really um, both. Hot mm-hmm. and cold Freddy Krueger, exactly. dream nightmare. I hear exactly. you. And so 
a lot of their interactions to me also felt so like, wow, is this how hot people talk to each yeah, other? And the answer is yes. No, number one answer is yes. It's because so fascinating. When he was that. like, he's so funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he girl. To be like, oh, my where? God. Where, where Mano, are that's the jokes? Them, that's funny, but for them, where that's funny. Where are the jokes? Um, <laughs> I it was funny to them. I think they're stunning. I agree. He is man. They are they're both funny because they make faces in front of Times ah, Square. Y'all didn't oh see my that picture? God, I saw. They that make funny picture. faces. They're funny because they're hot people Shit. willing to look ugly for that a picture. Is, and my end, man, I love that. I love that that is ugly. It's like, oh, you think that's what ugly is? I hate it. I I am, re- I'm new to the whole TikTok thing mm-hmm. because I'm 7,000 years old. But sure. the f- most frustrating and hilarious thing that I found, because the, the cool thing about TikTok is that it's catered to you in a, mm-hmm. in a really scary way. True. In a way that targeted ads on Instagram are like very, very scary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, let, you know, they definitely looked at me and they were like, this, okay, this bitch is a bear TikTok uh-huh. bitch. Uh-huh. So I got a lot of those bear TikTok videos. This bitch and is the kind of bear who won't shut up about Power Rangers. <laughs> and needs you to know about the B story on every episode of Naruto. Ooh! That's who this I mean... Where's the lie? Truly. <laughs> um, but in those, there's like the, they're the hottest fucking bears you've ever seen in your damn life. Mm-hmm. But most of those videos are like, look how weird I am. Look at these weird faces that I make. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, girl, that that world is such a fantasy life for me. Like those totally. ugly faces you make on Instagram. That's me trying to look hot. Like that's totally that's where I am. Totally. At. That is. And uh, Cameron and Andre are the same type of gay. They are just like me and you. We, I think, are exactly, we're just like them. I mean, uh, even though our uh, our uh, our underwear pictures keep getting reported. <laughs> <laughs> to the CIA. Yeah, for sp- spreading hate speech. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so we're back in the dressing room. Cameron is shocked to see that Asia's left. Okay. <laughs> Naomi sees the blank space and asks the blank space a question. It's very funny. It's very funny. And Derek's like, I'm going to say something. And Vanjie's no. like, this is ridiculous. Vanjie's advice is no more slumber parties. Push through. Do jumping jacks. Take a shot. Play with your asshole. Vanjie has the best talking heads, I will say. She's very, very funny. Very, very funny. She needs her own little show. Wait, what wait, What reality show should she honestly have? Did, oh, I mean. What you going to say? I don't want to say let's I kind of I know we just said we need to get away from dating but how good Oh my god like a like a uh-huh. ooh, girl uh-huh. I was about to say shot of love with Tila Tequila bitch uh-huh. wow I know um, I mean Tila. what I meant to say was mm-hmm. flavor of love style Yeah or I love New York style you know I absolutely that's exactly the first one that came to my mind I'm now thinking trying to think of a good name for it um mm. you know Mrs. Vanjie that is good. Mr. and Mrs. Vanjie. Ooh, we found it. Let's, hey, VH1, you listening? Yeah, I like you listening. No, because they're on the World of Wonder app and then they got confused <laughs> because uh, fucking Drag Race Ugh. Holland isn't available in the Netherlands if you have WoW. Did you know that? Did you know that? What kind of fuckery 
is this? I don't know. I don't know. But someone's. I'm. I'm. I'm fixing to call him out. So Asia's uh, talking. Oh my god! Derek goes to talk to Asia, and Asia walks Ooh. past Derek like she's a ghost. I mean, I love that so much. Derek is. Derek might be a nice. Hey, listen, Derek might be a nice person. Mm-hmm. He might. He might. He might. Yeah, we. Ha- he was lovely. He came on our podcast once. Oh, okay. Well, cute, cute. But, but but he knows what he did. He knows what he did. So go ahead I and think, say it. Well, I'm just saying on TV, mm-hmm. Derek Barry is catered to be, and I think that's a that's a reputation that Derek Barry feels very comfortable living in mm-hmm. as a shit starter mm-hmm. on w- w- the, any respective series that he's in. That's why you bring Derek Barry. That's why you bring to her. start shit. That's, That's why, why you, you bring, bring her. Derek. It's like, you know what? This is a really nice picnic. We have, mm, I brought sandwiches. I have <laughs> drinks. Oh, I got the nice blanket. Do we need a rabid ferret? Like, should we like, <laughs> just to like make this picnic a little more fun. Should we get a Should we get a rabid, rabid ferret that claims they, they try to do well? They try to do good. They try to fix things. That's what a rabid ferret who's like, I'm I'm just saying what we're all thinking. <laughs> Meanwhile, foaming at the mouth. Yeah, foaming at the tearing mouth. Tearing shit apart. With a ha- with a severed hand in its mouth. Um <laughs> so here we go. So okay, so they're talk I mean, of course, Cameron, they even before we get to the Paris Hotel, they talk about being non-committal in the gay dating world. Opinion. Well, it was Cameron was giving us mixed, mixed messages here. Mm-hmm. Because Cameron was saying, like, oh, I don't like to put labels on it. The person that I'm quote unquote dating, seeing, whatever, mm-hmm. on one side of the coin. But then you flip over that coin, then you see her be like, sort of very, like, oh, I, this person, I could see the rest of my life with this person. Like, right. I love this person, blah, 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 blue, blue, blue. Mm-hmm. So it does come from that toxic gay parasite mm-hmm. that is commitment. You know, like the, the fear of commitment, right? Of yeah. That. And Cameron does bring it up and... What's wrong with us? Why can't we commit? I mean, it's... Do you think there's validity in Cameron's statement? Um, y- yes. I think a lot of gay men are have a fear of committing. Um, Why? I think it's probably connected to the way we are socialized and sexualized. Like, Mm. because um, I just like coming up, just like even like trying to find your sense of self, like no matter what age you're at, you're trying to make, we're nomads. We're sexual nomads. Mm. And you're Mm -hmm. like basically setting up camp in a world where you are not allowed to set up camp. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there's no... There's no model or uh, influence for permanent, healthy, like, gay relationships. There's no role model, which means, you know, in this weird metaphor, there are no stable homes that invite that kind of thing. So I think a lot of gay men are like, fuck it, I'm a nomad. I'm going to kind of just like, Mm. I'm going to kind of walk around the dick desert catching Mm -hmm. some squirt. Doesn't that sound fun? Some squirt, some squirt soda? Some squirt soda. Uh, hey, hey, you know that ain't pee. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that... Well, or, do, or do you think it's bullshit? I think... Okay, no, I don't think there... I think there's something really true. Uh, again, this is from a perspective of incredibly hot people mm-hmm. who are, you know, hot as hell and mm-hmm. have the 
I'm gonna say the privilege of being seen as sexually attractive. So you, they get a lot of sexual attention. You know? Yeah. So yes, from that perspective, okay, I understand it is hard in that circle of the queer community to be monogamous, right? Mm-hmm. And and there is some truth to the idea of us as like us as queer people, a lot of I mean, most of our identity is tied to our sexual preference, right? Mm-hmm. Our identity is our sexual identity. At least that's the way that we've conceived it since we were like kids. Right. That point of transition. Right. right? Um, and you looked at you look at like for me during my generation, like queer as folk was like Generation the- Next. <laughs> what? Generation Next? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Okay, I, I I yield my time. I yield no, my no, time. Un, I no. unyield it. What the fuck are I you talking I yield my time. About? I yield my time to the congressman. What is from, Generation Next? From the Los Feliz. The people want to know. I... The people want to know. <laughs> you remember, remember the Pepsi campaign, Generation Next. You're sad. Where the You're a sad little hoe. I hate you so what fucking a much. Sad. You sad are little man. You, you are. You are. <laughs> you are so tough. I thought this was a safe space to make Spice Girl references. This shit is. Sad, I thought bitch. this was a nice safe space to reference <laughs> the Spice World movie. I guess I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Okay. No. Yes. Sure. Sure, generation next, of course. I yes, hate Mono. you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I d- yes, girl. Yeah, well, girl. on yes, that yes. note. That's your reference point? Okay, for me, it's queer as folk, okay? So. Ew. <laughs> but that was like the show that was prevalent during that time that was like, hey, it's okay to be gay or prevalent. whatever. Prevalent. And, and <laughs> you need a dictionary, bitch? I, I just don't think that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to cut. I just want to cut you open. And clearly see you bleed. I am just. You know what? You know what? Hurt people hurt people. It's okay. I accept it. Ah! I accept the bitch. Hurt people hurt. Okay, wait. We have to go take a break and we'll be right back. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. 
HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Bring back my break. We're back. And Wait, you're bringing back your break? That's what we say on the pod. We say bring back my break. I have notes. You, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. So does everyone else. Everyone, I mean, look, we fully call ourselves out on saying that it does not make sense. <laughs> so now, okay, look, we're, they're going to Paris. Oh, we have the Evie moment. Evie's looking like a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air background actor because she's going to film Oops. her rap video, uh, as she calls it, a uh, rap video filming in the casino. And this, right. this, this music, this video is all about her many jobs. Have you seen this video, Giggin? I don't know. What's it called? Have I seen it? I think it's called Giggin. I feel like I must have then, because this came out months ago. Yeah, I've seen it. I think mm-hmm. longer than that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay. Yeah. I will say, because uh, the, the Evie's storyline is like that she wants to be a rap artist. Mm-hmm. And... At first, you know, I get a little like, huh, when mm-hmm. drag people from Drag Race segue into having like music careers because uh-huh. it's hit or miss. You know what I mean? The hits are your Dor Delano's, your I'm gonna say it, Blair St. Clair work. Yeah, I think that I think that's correct. You know what I mean? Your Shea Kool Aid's like work. that's those are the wins. Uh-huh. And then you know everything else is There's a loss. Good ones. Okay, you're up. Oh, you're coming for. Juju B and Sharon Needles and Jinx Oh, I didn't Monsoon. know Juju had a musical career. But she has yes, a little bit the of other a musical ones, career. Yes, yes I am coming for them. Wait, Bob, Bob, I enjoy Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange quite a bit. They're oh, great. I have not heard. I have not heard them their music. So oh, you would love I, no it. opinions to that. But okay, I do love Bob and Monet. So work. Um, but Evie, I gotta say, is a win for me. Ha- have you seen her video and the song Hype? 
I think I like that one more. I love that is unabashedly like a bop with a capital B O P. Uh-huh. I'm a, Evie, if you're listening to this, I'm obsessed with your music. Love. It's like it's good. Love. And the video for that is so fucking amazing. I love it. Vanjie's in it. Vanjie has a little like she sings the freaking um bridge of that song and it's so good. Love. She, I, I, oh yeah, I've seen that one. That's when they're, they're partying in the club. It's kind of like the top right. four of season 11. A- a- and Soju's there. And Soju. And Soju's there. And I'm happy Soju's there. Soju's in my top four. I think she was <laughs> robbed. I think Soju is the most robbed mm-hmm. queen in drag mm-hmm. race history. Yeah, Soju isn't in my top four, but her sisters. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh yeah, her Miley Cyrus lip sync will go down in history as one of the most cursed pieces of film that's ever been recorded. Now, I want to say, Evie, so she's talking about how this music video is about her many jobs. Her many jobs. It just made me laugh because all the outfits she's wearing do not describe the jobs that she has or that well, they're all I mean she really she really worked at a craps table like Evie you, you really girl really okay based and on the looks it looks like she was a Hudson News salesperson <laughs> 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 oh my lord oh, oh my okay God. so now Cam got is, her got her yeah <laughs> I showed that internationally successful drag queen so Cam is surprised uh you know they're going to Paris they're up at the top. Gorgeous view. We have our break up scene. Um, yeah. Let's talk about it. I was impressed. I'm not impressed. That's such a cruel word to use. I was taken aback and uh, appreciative of the um, raw emotion I was seeing from Cameron Michaels, who's never emotional. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's so funny because what were your thoughts on Cameron during her her run at Drag Race? I was surprised. Like when I first saw her, I was like, this girl will not go far. I really didn't. Mm. I didn't get it. And then about halfway through, really, when I started seeing her lip sync, I was like, "Okay, yeah, she's good at that. Um, But I will say, like, yeah, she she's one of those queens who, like, I don't necessarily think should do all stars because I don't think she would do. I guess her runways would be good. And if they did lip sync for your legacy, she could probably show out. But mm. she wouldn't be good at the challenges. I don't mm-hmm. think she was great at them, at, at an acting challenge. You know what's so funny about Cameron? First of all, Cameron on her season, I was like, ugh, what, what, truly, whatever. I was so over <laughs> her. Because that was, that had a really good cast. Mm-hmm. And to me, Cameron was just like, what, why is she there? She's not like interesting to me. She, and I think it was because she was so preoccupied with her image. Sure. You know what I mean? That sure. she didn't want to like, you know, say anything out of line or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And to me, the way that Cameron acted in her season was exactly Asia's personality out of Drag Race. Like super controlling, very much like I have to be perfect at everything. I see that. And then it sort of did a little switch on this show. Like, I'm so glad I got to watch this show because I'm able to see Cameron loosen up a little bit and be like an actual human being. Mm -hmm. And I love Cameron on this show. Cameron is like so, I mean, I'm like rooting for her. She's like the one that I'm like obsessed with like more than Naomi, which is crazy because she seemed so real and she's like funny in her way. You know what? Yeah, she's... Way. Yeah. Like... 
she's great. Like, she's great on the show. And her, like, being super vulnerable in this moment, like, Mm -hmm. I was impressed. I was very impressed that Cameron was able to show that vulnerability because she never showed it on her season of Drag Race. Uh Uh-huh. Totally. Totally. Yeah, no, it's wild to see. So, I mean, it's kind of exciting to see her do this. I do like her a lot. I like her lip syncs on, like, just online and on social media. Like, her... Oh, she's great up. By the way, so follow good. her on TikTok. She's really the good. best. She's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm too damn old, so I see whatever TikTok she did on Instagram later. <laughs> oh, you're you're a reels bitch. Huh? Yeah, I'm a reels bitch. Okay. okay. Yeah, I can't with reels. So, <laughs> so we're at Naomi's house, and it's the nicest house in the in the cast. And of course, she says, "My apartment they gave me wasn't fierce." Yeah, what is that about? Yeah. What do you think happened there? I mean, I think it's exactly like her apartment was probably just like Cameron's. It was like this cookie cutter apartment that they either offered or they were like, look, we'll either offer you this housing or you can get the money. You can get the money we would and you can find your own place. And she was probably the only person who was like, I'll do the work to get my own place. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because like Cameron said, you're moving all the time. Like I... I could see taking the easier housing option. That's true. That's true. Now, mm-hmm. would you have done what all the queens did or would you have done what Naomi did? I mean, after you see Naomi's house, you are like, shit, that's noise. I know. I know. But I mean, I would be tempted. If I'm moving all the time, I would be tempted to just live in an easy apartment. Oh, me too. I would have done that. I mean, yeah. Less work for me. <laughs> less work. So <laughs> they have a talk about how Asia shut down. They're talking about her. Um, yeah, and then, of course, Vanjie's like, it was just weird. The timing was shitty, Derek. The timing, you know, we were sucking toes and kissing dancers, and then you're like, let's talk about this drama. Mm-hmm. And then Cameron, yeah, so that's kind of what Cameron says, too. Cameron's like, why did we bring it up then? Well, Cameron Cameron is, like, fresh off from being, you know, heartbroken. So uh-huh. she's feeling some kind of way, and she's bringing that energy into this conversation. Because uh-huh. this is a very un-Cameron-like behavior, I gotta say. Uh-huh. It is. She was really feeling her feelings and lashing out at Derek, which thank God. Right. Because Derek needed to hear that. It was almost uh, at the level when you remember, which I mean is heartbreaking now, but remember when Asia got really emotional when like uh oh, the, yeah. the Vixen stormed out? Remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Um man, all the, the complicated the complicated conversation around that moment and that season, I think it's very interesting that it is now more pertinent than ever. A hundred percent. And I think they they touch on it later in this season when they, they do a weird coronavirus wrap up. But like, it's so interesting to see that um, they they did do the Vixen a, a dirty, it would seem to me. Oh, I, I think so. I think so. And I do too. The thing with the Vixen is that she, she said it so eloquently and I believe it was an untucked where it's a- like- it's eloquently, but keep going. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and um, yeah, so eloquently in that sequence, mm-hmm. um, that <laughs> I, w- with her confrontation with uh, Aquaria, uh-huh. that was like, that's it. Like, that's like that statement was mm-hmm. encapsulated what it was like to be a BIPOC in the reality TV universe, you mm-hmm. know? And Asia heard that. And also Asia is sensitive to that. Being a black drag queen and drag race, like they got a lot of shit 
for to being really... black. Yeah, and, and she course... was emotional because she just she just got notified that she's gonna have to pay for a thousand butterfly uh, funerals. Oh um, so she, that's I think that was also part of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god! I am constantly <laughs> derailing you for no good reason, like for absolutely no good reason. <laughs> so. No, you're on. Oh, you bring butterflies to this conversation. I dude. just couldn't bring help. in the damn butterflies. I couldn't she will help never it. live that down. No. She will never. She will never in her life live that down. Unless and you know, unless, unless she owns it. Unless she owns it. She needs to do. She needs to do some sort of butterfly look on mm-hmm. All Stars Six. But I want her to come in, walk into the workroom as a zapped butterfly, like on. On she needs t- to come in, girl. She needs to plop from the ceiling. That's it. As That's a dead it. butterfly, right? Like freshly killed by one of those like blue light <laughs> bug zappers. <laughs> and the, and she says, "I'm back, 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 back again." <laughs> or she could say, "Uh, uh, no, no, I hate that." <laughs> what? I'm thinking what? of a cocoon. I'm thinking of a cocoon pun, and I'll get back no, to you. No, Jasmine Masters took the cocoon look. Oh, you're right. You she can't emerged. top that cocoon look. You she, can't top Luke. that cocoon look. You cannot. There's never <laughs> been a more stunning butterfly look. <laughs> Except for, oh my God. Uh, uh. Okay, so Cam, okay, so Derek, okay, now, so Cam is like, stop bringing up petty shit. And mm-hmm. Derek, uh, and, and she's like, and Cameron's like, I... Did it throughout my season. I never brought drama. And this is one of my favorite moments. Derek adds, yeah, you did make it through your season with very little dialogue. Which I, she really let her have it. I mean, that wow. was funny. Because you don't. Yeah, she's like, because you don't talk. You don't say anything. You that, don't. That also affirms uh, Derek Berry's worldview that we are delivering dialogue on a television show. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you need to get your dialogue in. I can't believe you forgot your lines. <laughs> so, can't, yeah, okay, okay. Cam, there we go. We, this is just tomfoolery. Cam says Derek is the root of the problems. Yeah, then she comes clear. Which is true, which is true. Which is true. Uh, she's like, Cam's like, I'm having a hard day. And Derek's like, uh, go on. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> um, Oh, no, another opportunity for Derek to be like, hmm, let me see if I can in heavy quotations, fix this. And she's like, I got broken up with on top of the Eiffel Tower, the most romantic place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So this talk is not about Asia after all. Um, And then, um, yeah, she's saying I'm, uh, Cam's like, I'm back on the market. And Vanjie's like, do not let homegirl set you up with anyone. She will... Set you oh up with God. someone nasty. As we all know from the last episode. Jeez yes. Louise. Jeez. So fucking rude. I would hate to have a friend like Derek Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. All of that drama. So um, we see Cam get a little excited when she's like, "I ha- it's all that top energy. Um, whatever. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> gay phrases. Once again... The kind of gay comedy we expect from this kind of gal. Right. Yes, this is top tier comedy from Cameron Michaels. So Cameron's back at work, clocked in, and we see a little bit of her performing in a Rita Repulsa outfit. 
And bah, every <laughs> outfit she has is a Rita Repulsa outfit. That is which so I stand. True. That Bitch, is don't true. get it twisted. I'm <laughs> obsessed. Yeah, that is good. Cameron Michaels lives in that like powering Mighty Morphin Power Rangers like universe that I am a huge fan of. I know. Excuse me, bitch. I know. Yo, listeners, you could you can hear Mono's <laughs> crusty ass eyelids rolling. Uh-uh. <laughs> you heard that? You heard that machinery? Her eyes rolling. <laughs> Rotted, gutted old machine, I like to call my head. Um, so <laughs> so okay, we we get to hear RuPaul's Get Your Rebel on for the 498th time on a drag race series. Love it. Love it. Well, it's like, what? We don't ever get to hear the songs that they perform, which is frustrating to me. Because I'm like, what What are they doing? Why can't we see a performance? And I guess, yes, you're right. The royalties, blah, 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 all that blah, stuff. Blah, it's blah, like, blah. Just chill out a couple more bucks. You got music playing throughout the episodes. It's I like, know. Could, would it kill you to like play, I don't know, whatever song they're performing to? Like, I know. I want to know. I want to know what their Vegas show I is. I know. I know, and you know, but this whole, I mean, the money, I mean, I don't know how much money they made on this Vegas review show, but it has to be a positive because the amount of money they spent on creating it is almost, uh, I yeah. think, I actually looked it up on IMDb, they, it cost them $43 uh, to film all of the six episodes of Vegas Review. Isn't that interesting? Oh my God, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so they're back in the dressing room. Wow. Oh my God. Wait, what about this scene where Cameron's tucking and we get to see her pretty very naked? Yes. My I mean, God. Cameron is trade. She's trade. Stunning. I was really. Let's be real, let's be real and upfront about that shit. She's That's, trade. She's stunning. That was, that was, and I, I, I honestly, I also want to say thank you, editors, for whatever. <laughs> Whatever bargain basement blur effect you used that kind of hid nothing, thank you. <gasps> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you to the intern who was working on the I, censoring that Right? Day. Mm-hmm. So Naomi uses ice to shrink her dick for her tuck. Have you ever? I have never heard such a tactic. Mm-hmm. I've never. What? Huh? Ta- I, you know, I was scribbling. I was taking notes. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's gag. That's a gag. Uh, me and you both have the worst tucks in the business. We got what they call a butcher's tuck. <laughs> uh, back fat, prime rib. <laughs> just uh, just whatever, all the meat you find on the floor of the butcher. Exactly. That's, that's our tuck. all in between our thighs. <laughs> now Asia is getting very emotional and we're kind of hearing more about her story and find out that like, you know, she has some baggage with her parents, obviously, because her parents kind of, Sent her away at a very yeah. strange age. This is this is really sad and uh, gives us a little bit of a background on why she's having a hard time with just anyone distancing from her. Right. And tied that to the fact that she's so reticent about sharing mm-hmm. her stuff, her like past life, past life, like she lived on. Anyway, her past. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a combination of like, having so much trauma and then not wanting to talk about mm-hmm. said trauma that makes it like I age is starting to make more sense to me now. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So there's a lot of repressed shit happening mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, taking it out on herself and other mm-hmm. people like it makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, what a queen. Uh, I yeah, And honestly, if the show was longer, I think we could have seen more of a fulfilling evolution with her and the girls. But obviously, this series gets, gets about to get cut real quick mm-hmm. because we have two more episodes and they're... They're not much to them. I, I haven't seen both of them, but there's I we know there's not much gonna happen. Well, it's like COVID happens and then there's the aftermath of that. So exactly. like that's that's the seventh girl in I don't, the, the se- Las Vegas <laughs> review is Miss Miss Corona. Miss Coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, no, Miss Coronavirus and with her workroom entrance was like Oof. Well, it was so distracting to say the least. Distracting. Very overproduced. <laughs> Come on, 2020, let's get terrible. <laughs> Come on, 2020, let's get sick. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> so Derek doesn't want to lose the laughs and the smiles. Stage manager's here. Okay, the drama with the stage manager who's like, what are y'all doing? Oh, yeah. This sucks. This is terrible. What's his name again? Randy. 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 He might be like the tour. They were all so scared of Randy. He might be like the tour manager and then the other gentleman's the stage manager. I forget. Yes. But. I think so. They have to have a talk. Never cute. Never cute. Oh, no, no. They're in trouble. When you're like, we just want to do our job. And then the person is like, hey, you children. We have to talk about how you're acting like children. Who said it? Who said the principal's office thing? That resonated so hard with me. Naomi, I think, of course. Was like, you know, we got sent to the principal's office, so uh, we in trouble uh, now. Uh, have you ever been sent to a principal's office? I'm a good girl. Shut up. Yes, you have. Of course I have. Of course, of I course have. you have. You, have you? you are, yes, of course I have. <laughs> but you, I know you. You are such a shit starter. Uh, you are, me? You basically. Will never. <laughs> <laughs> But you've kissed a girl, right? <laughs> oh my God. The most iconic quote in uh, RPDR history. The best, the best, the only quote, in my opinion. The only quote. Um, yes, of course. I um I was making fun of a girl who bullied me, and oh, I just said every vulgar word I've ever heard, and they made Dang. no sense. They made no <laughs> sense. And I and then I had to get to the principal's office and she was like, which of these words did you say? And of course I had to be like, oh, I said that. But I said it to a person who's been tormenting me. And it was basically like, oh, we don't care. She came to us first, so wow, she wins. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What'd you get up there for? Oh, girl. I mean, I was, okay, so like in elementary school, I was a demon. I was a demon. I, I'm gonna tell you this. I ran the damn school. And I'll tell you why. Because I was little and I was I was very shy. Uh-huh. And of course, you know, I masked all that hate with, you know, I had a lot of insecurities about who I was. But uh-huh. what I did was I became friends with the bully, the biggest kid in school. Mm-hmm. And I became his friend. And I, st- I mean, I hate to say this, but I manipulated him oh. to beat other kids up. So oh. like, I would I would tell his name is Christian. Uh, I'd oh. be like. Christian, I don't like the way Steven's looking at me. Beat him up. <gasps> and he did. And then, you know, I got in trouble for being a fucking mastermind. Holy and like, shit. You know. Holy shit. So yeah, shit. for some serious shit. Yeah. I was a... Mm. You were like a real, like, mafia, like... Oh, yes. Girl, it got so intense. I started... This is... Fuck. I, I have some supervillain tendencies. I'm mm-hmm. telling you this. But I it, would got, it got so bad. I got so greedy with power that I would tell kids to be like, 
give me something. Give me a present or else Christian will beat you up. <gasps> and you're, I would get free shit. Uh, you're that girl. I knew you were. I uh-huh. knew you were that girl. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And I remember one iconic time, this kid, his name was Steven. He brought me a Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd coloring book. <laughs> and just to fuck with him, I ripped it in front of his face. Oh, my God. And I told Christian to beat him up. And he did. Oh, my God. And at that moment, I think, I, and then, it, and then you know what happened? I went to, I came to the U.S. because this was in Colombia. Uh-huh. I came to the U.S. I, you know, in middle school. So that shit was a trip. Going through puberty. and. I had, I mean, karma is real. Wow. I was at top of the food chain Mm -hmm. in Colombia. And in the U.S., I was way in the bottom. They got you you together. They they all let me have it. And and that is is why I will never be evil. So basically, you were, your childhood was the Serena Cha-Cha of experiences. (laughs) You came in there talking about soft sculpture (laughs) and your art school experience and only being 21 once and getting on the show once when you're 21 once. You know, I hate it, but it's true. It applies. It's true. And then... And then, then they saw you. Ooh, they saw you, and they, and they told the me girls, to sit my ass down. They sat you down mm-hmm. in the interior illusions lounge, and they oh, said, yes. "Sit your ass down and shut the fuck up, bitch." Mm-hmm. Me coming into America looking like a damn weird Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty much all that happened. And then Asia talks to her fiance, and the fiance is like, "Is everything cool?" And she's like, "Everybody's." Good. Oh my gosh, yes. But then we that was that moment was really poetic because we learned that Asia didn't learn her lesson at all. No. Like she could be vulnerable, she could open up to her damn fiance. Her and fiance she chose not to do that. Be open. She didn't learn her lesson. It's a sad ending, actually. It is sad. I guess we'll get hopefully we get some resolution in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, this is weird. Just be a little more honest. And mm-hmm. you know, they're like, we're gonna be better sisters. I hope so. I hope so. That, you know that won't happen. Yeah. Well, you're with two right. episodes left, I don't know. Who knows? Who the Corona hell? will bring them all together. That's the outcome of this. That <laughs> that is real, real, real. Um, that is it, Oscar. You know, we actually have something to plug before we go. Oh my god, we do. And isn't it funny? Yes. That they talk about Evie's music video. Mm-hmm. Cause that, I mean, that to me, I was like, oh shit. This that is, is a be. connection. Um, mm-hmm. we, me and Oscar in, uh, it will be dropping in November a podcast and YouTube channel all about finding and defining the definitive top 100 music videos ever. That's right. Mono and I have a music video podcast for y'all. Mm-hmm. And it's been such a fun ride. It's been so fun. We're getting our episodes together. We're getting our jush on lock. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it called, Oscar? It's called Podcast Killed the Video Star. That's right. It's on Instagram and YouTube's and mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. Now, why Instagram's important is because when you go to our Instagram, that's where you're going to be able to vote every single week for which one of the three videos we review should progress into the definitive top 100 music video list. That's right. So the way that the podcast works is we nominate three videos to be in the top 100 list. Mm-hmm. And I nominate a video, Mono nominates a video, and then the third one is sort of a grab bag. Yeah, like it can be the audience, whatever. it can be right. our guest, and it can just be one that we right. deem Yas worthy. Exactly. 
And then you guys will vote which of the three will make it to the top 100 countdown. And then mm -hmm. after that, we then put everything in sequential order. So mm -hmm. y'all have right. a lot to do with this music video. So, that's right. you know, vote, 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 and vote wisely. <laughs> wisely. Yes, um, we're really excited to share it with y'all. It's going to be such a good time. It's just going to be so fun. I love it's yelling. So fun. I love yelling at this bitch right here sitting in front of me. I know. I love making fun of your, you know, musical tastes. Oh, good God. They are. We are on different <laughs> ends of the spectrum. <laughs> so catch us there. Find us online. And uh, for updates in the meantime, follow me on social media at Mono Agapian. And how about you, Oscar? You can follow me at Ozymo, O-Z-Z-Y-M-O, on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, listen to all of Oscar's pods. Um, yeah, like uh, Spanish Hockey Presents. Yes, okay, girl, yes, PR person. Oh, come um, on. Yeah, uh, Spanish Hockey Presents, it's uh, the one of the first and only uh, Latinx comedy podcast shows. It's great, mm -hmm. it's fantastic. I also host a podcast called Inside the Disney Vault. Um, which is a Disney podcast where we, the original concept was we watch every single Disney animated movie in chronological order, but we've surpassed that. And now we're, now we're watching Disney Channel original movies, which has been a trip. Hell yeah. So get into that gig. Get into that gig. And as long as we're plugging, I'm going to keep plugging. I want y'all to find me on Patreon at We Love Trash, uh, me and Betsy are doing spooky episodes all Love month it. long. And even more additionally, if you didn't have enough content and you need more content, y'all can find me uh, on Stitcher Premium. Me and Betsy are bringing it back. We're doing a podcast called The Reser Erection, where mm. we talk about all things spooky, ooky, kooky, and dumb. And if you've been haunting for humps, you have to check it out. It's dropping on October 6th for a nine-ep run every Tuesday and Thursday. Ding! You busy as hell. Girl, girl. Just blessed trying. In, okay, blessed and booked. Blessed and booked, trying to keep it busy in this strange... I need and I need Word. to be distracted by absolutely everything else. We love y'all listeners. Thank you for listening and giving us uh, reviews on the Apple Podcasts. Drop us one on Apple Podcasts. We will read them live on the air. So I really love reading them. I'm going to read one real quick, real tight, quick one from Unicorn, LOL. It says, yes. I would say sashay away, but I must say this pays all day. <laughs> okay, get this person a writing job on Drag Race. Immediately. Thank you, Unicorn, LOL. We love you and we love everyone who's listening. Go vote and be gaggy. Bye, Oscar. Bye, Mono. Stella had to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. That was a HeadGum Podcast.